Welcome to Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I am transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. This show was created to put your skepticism of the unknown to rest and to make spiritual sense. Today on Go Beyond the Veil, we are thrilled to have as our guest, Kevin Raphael Fitch, who is a consulting astrologer, actor, and author. Raphael picked up his study of healing, esoteric science, and astrology over 41 years ago. In the mid-90s, he introduced astrology on his radio and public access show, Signs of the Times, interviewing several accomplished astrologers. Raphael was the first person to teach a 12-week course on astrology at Bahala's Westchester Community College and later gave a lecture called The Astrology of Ghana's Destiny during his visit to Ghana, West Africa. He also co-conducted a 12-hour class in esoteric astrology from Aru University, a virtual university for spiritual aspirants. He's used astrology as a guide for CEOs, scientists, lettered physicians, and international corporations, to name a few. Many of Raphael's clients have experienced instantaneous energetic alterations in the way they look at their lives through astrological counseling and spirit-lifting sessions. Raphael's spiritual lineage is of the ancient mystics and magi who practice the presence of God as their radiant source of life, light, and love. Astrology is the study of how celestial bodies, their positions and movements, affect what happens on Earth and to humankind. In the beginning, it was used as a map to help define one's sole purpose and relation to the divine. First used in Mesopotamia by the Babylonians, astrology connected planets and stars to the gods. Babylonians believed their gods' activities or movements of planets and stars was divine intervention in their everyday lives. Later passed on to the Greeks in early 4th BC through the studies of Plato and Aristotle, astrology was known as a science for more than 2,000 years. Even the church had embraced astrology, which is shown in earlier texts that portray the three magi, the most respected astrologers who traveled to meet baby Jesus. It wasn't until the Renaissance progressed when astrologer Giordano Bruno was burned at the stake by the Roman Inquisition for his views, and when Galileo was put under house arrest by the church for his views, when astrology stopped being regarded as a science. At that time, religion and science began having opposing views, and it was agreed upon that the church would focus on the inner world and science on the outer. Unfortunately for astrology, it was caught in the middle as it dealt with both. Astrology henceforth became deemed unscientific because it became recognized as a spiritual science, one that proposes the theory that ancient civilizations believed the universe operated as one and that everything affected everything. It is ironic that astrology is not defined as a science, since it is undoubtedly the parent science to all physical sciences. Perhaps astrology may be better compared to metaphysics and math and better defined as a language a universal language. Today on the show, Raphael will share his knowledge and insights gained after 40 years of studying and practicing astrology. We'll discuss how it works, what it says about our current world condition, and how astrology can help us in our everyday lives. So stick stick around after this quick break. Is your tween starting to experience a change in their skin? Want to get them on an easy at-home routine and have good skin hygiene? Allow Sakura Skin in Mind to help your tween out. This brief, deep cleansing and educational 35-minute facial is just enough to get your tween, ages 10 to 12 years old, started off in the right direction. Sakura Skin in Mind uses the latest in the clinical skincare industry to care for your tween the right way for just $65. Sakura Skin in Mind, treating skin out there with an ounce of treatment and a pound of protection. Call 206-730-7429 or go to sakuraskinandmind.com. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to this episode of Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. Join us here on KKNW at 2 to 3 p.m., every second Wednesday of each month as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense. Today we have the pleasure of having Kevin Raphael Fitch on our show. Raphael is an astrologer, mystic, writer, and speaker. Hey there, thanks for joining us today. Hi, uh, it is my pleasure to be here. So, um, how would you describe astrology 
And would you define it as an art or a science? Well, to take the larger perspective, uh, astrology is the study of God's starry body and the relationships within the higher world as they influence the unfoldment of man's eternal nature upon earth and in the heavens. So that's a comprehensive view. And for a more down-to-earth view, astrology is a study of the relationship between an individual and the universe. This also can apply to nations as well as groups of people. And so that's a broad stroke. All right. So how would you describe what it is that you do as an astrologer then? Well, many times people will contact me during a transitional period. They want to know what's going on. And they feel astrology can offer some insight and divine direction for their lives. So when I get the call, I chart the moment that the call has occurred. This gives me some good background information on what to talk about. And once the chart is done and I begin to talk to them about it, they begin to recognize how so on point they were when they were feeling such tensions and changes taking place in their world. And for me to be able to provide some appreciation of what's going on so that they can have a sense of, okay, there is a purpose for what's going on here and that there's a cycle that I'm in. And so they understand the cycle and they have an appreciation of how they can even transcend the cycle that they're in. So that's one of the basic things I do when I'm working with a client. Construct the chart, analyze it, study it for a couple of hours, meditate on it so I can get more divine inspiration as to how to utilize this information with my client, and then we talk. It's a consultation as opposed to just a reading, which tends to be a one-sided performance. So in a sense, would you say then you're translating the chart, which the chart serves as a tool for you? It serves as a tool and a device to know and appreciate where a person is at, where their position is on the circle of life. So once people appreciate where they are in life, they can begin to move with greater relish and an understanding of the direction that they're going into. So in a sense, like a navigator, you have your maps, you have your compass. So this, these sessions provide a sense of compass and direction for them. And so, yes, the astrology chart is a tool and it's a pretty useful tool for people. So astrology is in essence saying that we are affected by the planets and the stars and they have a relation to us. Can you describe that a little bit more? Like what is happening? I mean, you're doing a reading. It's giving you some information about the stars and the planets and their correspondence to our location this time in space. But how is that having an effect on us and our lives? Well, that's a beautiful question. And of course, it's, it's a huge question because so many people, especially in the scientific world, ask how it works. Well, one thing is, is that if all the planets in their courses are sending forth signals, which can be picked up using radio astronomy and other types of devices, there's got to be something that's happening with, with man as well. One cannot just see effects of gamma rays or beta waves on the Earth. One must also appreciate the fact that we also have some kind of confluence of what's going on. So when a person comes and gets a session with me, I'm looking at these configurations in the horoscope. I can see certain points of stress. I can see certain lines of tension. And usually the person that I'm talking with corroborates those things. They don't usually ask how it works. They somehow know that it does work. They, they somehow know that there is something behind this and that's why they come. And the usefulness of this information is utilized by so many people in so many different walks of life, from the scientific level to the level of the man or woman on the street. So I'll give an example of of how this works. This is a very mundane example. And this is taken from the cycle of Saturn, known as a Saturn return. 
I'm going to use this in regards to the nation called Egypt. In 1922, Egypt was made a nominal, a nominal independent country by the British. They were nominally independent. They weren't fully independent because the British had control of the military and foreign affairs. The Saturn cycle is about 29.5 years. So 29.5 to 30 years after the 1922 period, we reach 1952. At that time, King Farouk I of Egypt was ousted by Gamal Abdel Nasser. 29.5 to 30 years later, after that, President Anwar Sadat was assassinated. That was also during a Saturn return to Egypt's Saturn. 29.5 years after that, Hazim Mubarak was ousted from office. And these are three examples of how a Saturn return, the revolution of Saturn around the sun, corresponded with a major political shift in Egypt. These things happen with all other countries. I can give you so many examples. <laughs> it also happens with people as well. We all have our Saturn return. And the U.S. Uh, will be 246 years old in 2022. It will be going through its Saturn return and it's going to be going through a Saturn return February 24, 2025, which is going to be very interesting to see how that happens. Um, two other Saturn returns from the U.S. In 1995, the Contract for America was introduced by the House of Representatives. The U.S. Senate also had something to say about that as well. Now, that's a Saturn return. And Saturn and the chart of a country corresponds to constitutions and laws that are solidified. That was a major shift in the laws of the country. And if we go back even further to 1966, Saturn also returned to the US Saturn. And at that time, just to highlight a sports event for the NCAA, NCAA, there was a major shift in how sports was conducted because at that time, a all black lineup of basketball players, okay? challenged an all-white uh, lineup of basketball players, hmm. two different universities. And it was thought that the black team would not win against the white team. It was Texas West Western University minor and the University of Kentucky Wildcats. And many people thought that there's no way this black team is going to win. But they did win, and it was the first time that many people, many coaches, began to appreciate the fact that our perception of people must change. This is a major turning point in the sports world, but it was a major turning point in terms of the solidified perceptions that black people were not able to rally against a strong white team. Mm. So what does that have to do with black people? Well, Pisces, because that is where our Saturn is located in our chart. Pisces is associated with black people. Many ancient astrologers and even some contemporary feel that the sign of Pisces pertains to people of African descent. So I thought that was pretty relevant just to give you an example yeah. of how astrology could work Thank in a real world. Thanks for sharing that. And with that, though, we're going to have to take a break. So everyone stick around for more Go Beyond the Veil. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. Peach Buzz is great. 
if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits, leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast, and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? Briotech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. Briotech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. Briotech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray, free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try Briotech, a collection of sprayers from 2 ounces to 8 ounces. With this bundle, you can have Briotech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations? Redness? Post-procedure sensitivities? Get Briotech Topical Skin Spray today. Learn more at BriotechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to this episode of Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Join us here on KKNW at 2 to 3 p.m. every second Wednesday of each month as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense. Today we have the pleasure of having Kevin Raphael Fitch on our show. Raphael is an astrologer, mystic, writer, and speaker. So, Raphael, I have to ask you, I, thank you for sharing that historical reference as far as how planets affected us in history. Um, but as far as individually, does our soul actually pick the planetary alignments and whatnot when we come in, as far as our natal charts go? Well, there are many esoteric lines of thought regarding that and from the schools of esoteric wisdom you have what is known as a karmic board the karmic board is like a group of people you can call them spiritual ascended beings who are able to keep track of the karmic patterns of every soul that is incarnated and that is preparing for re-embodiment so when a soul is about to be born, when a soul desires to be born, when that moment comes, there is an opportunity for that soul to meet the souls of the parents that they will incarnate through. So there is a, a setup, a spiritual preparation with these three individuals before birth takes place. And certain sponsors of that soul to be born are able to scan the heavens and see the proper moment for that soul to be born, to take their first breath, where the alignments of the planets will, will bring into fruition those rays of energy and those intersecting forces that will best be able to help that individual balance their karma, master their lives, and move forward. So there is a preparation. And we know that there's a nine-month cycle of birth. Yet, in actuality, it's a 12-month cycle. Because three months before that conception takes place, there is already the introduction of that soul into the earth. There have been many cases where I've spoken to people who have seen children that they were going to have before that child came forth. And this has occurred on different occasions with people that I've spoken to. So there must be something related to that and this 12-month cycle. So the actual birth of a person goes through all 12 signs of the zodiac, hmm. not just nine. The, the nine is just a visible portion of that. And just to give you a quick 
thing concerning that, when winter solstice comes in, there is an injection of spiritual light and fire into the earth, like a seed. But we don't see that seed until spring, when trees begin to bud and things begin to show up for the first time. We don't see evidence of it. And then during the summer, things really begin to bloom. And then during a nine-month period, which is really 12 months, we see the harvest. So there you have in nature how this relates to a person being born. Hmm. Hope that helps. Yeah. No, it completely helps. So, uh, okay, let's pivot and let's talk about astrology and how astrology is affecting our current world situation. Okay, what would you like to know? Well, you know, really, like, what what is astrology and what is the uh, alignment of the planets and the stars saying about our current situation? Is this something that an astrologer could have predicted? Is there information that you can give us about potentially how long this could last? Well, <laughs> the last time the planet Uranus moved through the sign of Taurus, uh... It was about 84 years ago, and it was not too long after the collapse of the stock market, not too, not too long after the depression that began around 1929. And so we're going through a similar thing now with Taurus representing the money, sign of the zodiac, representing um, everything from the Federal Reserve to central banks, and you have the planet Uranus, which represents awakening. It's known as the planet of awakening. And it's usually a very sudden, unsuspecting crease or warp in the flow of time. It actually speeds things up. It's like, an, it's like a lightning bolt. And so since the planet Uranus went into Taurus, our money flow and our financial institutions have gone through many shifts and changes. And Uranus spends about seven years on a sign. So during this period, we may see a complete change in how we use the resources, whether it's money, whether it's um, agricultural uh, resources for the next seven years. So this is a major cycle we are experiencing. Later on in December, of this year, around 22, 23, we're going to have what is known as the, the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction. Now, Jupiter represents space. Saturn represents time. So you can think of Jupiter and Saturn as representing the coordinates of space and time. When you put those two, uh, two planets in the sign of Aquarius, we have an entirely different social order that is beginning to develop. We're already seeing it now, even before these two planets enter into that sign. Uh, Jupiter and Saturn are known as the social planets. And every time they conjoin, which is about every 20 years, there is usually uh, a shift in how policies, what policies uh, come through, how policies change in governments. So this is affecting the whole world. And every time you have a cadre of planets and a sign like Capricorn, which represents all the world's governments, all the powers that govern bodies in society, all of the heads of corporations, there's always going to be some kind of major challenge to these companies. And we're seeing that now also. The last time the planet Uranus went through Capricorn, we saw the shift in IBM. Lou Gerstner took over IBM and made it work. He began to apply unusual means to make that company, keep that company going. AT&T separated to three different parts when the planet Uranus went through Capricorn. That's a major planet. So, and that planet right now is in Taurus. So I'm curious. I mean, I know this is a, maybe a challenging question to ask, but you know, do you see a shift on the horizon? Do you feel like you can, looking we're at the... We're already in the shift. So looking at we the are, data... We are, already in a, yeah, we are already in a new era. Well, how long do you think this current coronavirus is going to last? Well, I, I did a write-up on it, and I put it on my website. And in terms of the highest uh, peak of it, according to what I saw in the chart, we reached it around the 3rd or the 4th of April. I actually have from the 1st to the 3rd. 
now we are in a sense moving through what I would consider an interlude where things are just taking their course by May 7th to May 8th, we may experience a leveling off and a period where this thing seemingly comes to a pause or a stop. But this is not just the virus. This is not just about the virus. The virus, in a sense, is kind of a clarion call or major shift in the consciousness of the entire world. And I mentioned earlier that Jupiter Saturn on Aquarius. That's a sign of humanity. That's a sign of human interchange, social change, mm -hmm. where people consider themselves as a family, one human family. We're moving into that now, but that's not all <laughs> because, <laughs> because we are coming to a point where we're going to experience a Pluto conjunction of itself. It hasn't happened before in this country, and this is based on just the birth of this country. It hasn't happened, but it's going to happen in April of 2021. What does that mean? Pluto in, in, in the natal chart of the United States, based on the July 4th cycle, is in the second house of the nation's resources. And it also um, is going to conjoin in April, Tuesday, 27th of, of, of 2021. That is a major turning point for the entire country. And we're moving towards that now. In a sense, this is just kind of a preliminary thing to get ourselves together. This is not negative. This is actually moving towards what we call the Aquarian age or the golden age. Whenever you have a changing of an age, and we're many years away from it though, whenever you have that major shift, so many realignments occur on subtle levels of being within individuals and within the earth itself. So we are poised to move into a whole new era of being and doing and becoming more attuned to our inner selves. And one of the reasons why so many people, one of the reasons people are staying home now is home is where you get yourself together, where you have rest, <laughs> where you recreate yourself, and where people tend to see home as a refuge, a retreat, and they go into themselves, they meditate more. So there's a reason why this is all happening. Yeah, I, lo I love that. And I agree with you, too, that this isn't about the virus. It's more of a symptom of what's going on. But you had touched on um, the U.S., and I wanted to ask you, because certain countries seem to be experiencing the pandemic worse than others. Um, is it true that we have different governing signs, astrological signs? Yes, yes. And this is based on the actual birth of a country according to its constitution. Like, for instance, the Dominion of Canada was born at midnight on July 1st, 1967. So it has its own chart. Um, is that playing into why certain countries are suffering more than others, do you believe? It could be. It could be. Every country should have a tremendous amount of spiritual people in it. People who are people who know God, who know their source, who know the living spirit, and who move through that country because the spiritual fire moving through those individuals or those groups of people helps to stabilize the country. And so the more spiritual people there are, even on this planet, the more able are is the planet able to be stabilized and to, to be shielded from the greatest tensions. So it behooves us to become more spiritual. We, each of us, each individual is a carrier of spirit, hmm. which means we all have the same treasure within us. So when we honor the light of God, if, if you will, if you like that term, within another individual, we in a sense are not only honoring that light, we're also expanding it because we're going beyond just the appearance of an individual and their personality. We recognize them, we honor their culture, yet we see the common out, the highest numerator of oneness with that person and with that nation and with the whole world. So this is again, a time where we can really rise to meet our spiritual selves because in a sense we're being coerced, not coerced, impelled to do so. Mm -hmm. Okay. We can get the greatest dividends from working on ourselves like we've never done before. Definitely agree. 
And with that, we're going to take another break. So everyone stick around for more Go Beyond the Veil. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more, sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U. URAskinandmind.com. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y. R-E-I-C-H dot com. Sakura Skin and Mind understands everything is connected. That's why Sakura offers mind modalities as well as clinical skin care services. Hypnotherapy, Reiki, microneedling, dermaplaning, facials, and more. With over 17 years of experience, Sakura has offered intuition, guidance, and results for her clients. Sakura Skin and Mind, treating the inside to treat the outside. Keeping your skin beautiful while bringing out a healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Want to hear something different from talk radio? Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to this episode of Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And I am transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Join us here on KKNW at 2 to 3 p.m. every second Wednesday of each month as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense. Today we have the pleasure of having Kevin Raphael Fitch on our show. Raphael is an astrologer, mystic, writer, and speaker. So uh, I'd love to you to give me just a little bit more clarity uh, on this concept of whether astrology is a tool for prediction or assessment or both. It is indeed both. And even much more. Sure, you can predict what an individual may face, yet you cannot predict how a person is going to respond to what shows up in their world. So when I'm working and I see several different challenging configurations in a person's chart that may, let's say, occur a month from the time I speak to that person, I help them to understand that this is nothing but a cycle. It's an opportunity, even though it may be karma, because from some viewpoints, the chart is actually the chart of your karma, and it accurately describes when your karma will return. So like a, a catcher on a baseball team, if you know the kind of ball that's going to be thrown, fastball, a knuckleball, or if it's going to be thrown outside the box, if you know it beforehand because of the tell of the pitcher, you can handle that pitch so you can handle your karma once you begin to appreciate the kind of karma that you may be have that you may have to experience and when it may show up you can actually begin to work on yourself before that cycle occurs to balance the equation on the ledger side of life and turn your liability into an asset so think of your chart as a chart of your karma what you have to balance. This is your stuff in your in your world that you have to deal with. So, Raphael, so, can I can I interrupt you for a moment? Um, karma. A lot of people tend to relate karma to being punished. Mm-hmm. So, when you're saying no. that it's yeah, go ahead and can you explain further? Punishment is an old uh, religious term that 
you get from the early churches that speak about punishment and other and, things and penance. Yet there is only there is only divine justice in the universe, and the law of karma is actually a law of justice because it meets out to individuals what they send out. Ends always run true to origins, and so if you plant corn, you're going to get corn. You're not going to get strawberry. So when a person does something, there is a compensatory reaction in nature, and it's known as the law of the circle, which brings back to that individual what they've actually sent out. So we must be responsible for what we do in life, whether we're thinking, feeling, acting, or speaking, because we are the ones that put our stamp on that energy, and that energy knows exactly where to return to bring back the harvest. So when people see the harvest of their own creations, they say, what is going on? Mm -hmm. But somewhere in their lives, they may have been culpable for that. Right. So is this judgment? No, not in the harsh sense. It is the law of mercy in the sense that the law of the cosmos is merciful to give individuals an opportunity to balance their own stuff and to meet their stuff so that they can become the master of it and no longer fall under the weight of it. So karma is not always negative. Karma just represents the divine law of the circle, what you sow, you reap. So, and of course. So when you're looking at when you're looking at a chart, whether it's a person's chart or a chart of a nation, you're seeing all of the pieces on the board. But does that mean that you can predict the outcome or do we as the individual or as society have the ability to create the outcome um, depending on like free the will. choices that we make. Free will. Free will. Of course, free will is, is front and center of all of this. Yet our freedom of will always occurs within limitation, right? You may desire to fly as an individual, take off. Yet can you? That's a desire. I mean, you're free to do that, but can you do it? Oh, you have some people in India who can levitate because they've known how to control their breath. So there is always the freedom to choose. And then there's some people who see choice as a limitation also because they feel that all, limit, all choices or all limitations are based on choices because they're based on our past, what we've chosen before. So when you think of free will, there, there may be many layers to that. Yet we have the ability to choose what we're going to how we're going to act on our thoughts, um, if we're going to allow our feelings to spew forth hatred or anger, or whether we're going to allow our feelings to send forth love and appreciation to other people. And so if a person is prone to, let's say, negative thinking, in a sense, you can't predict exactly what's going on because whatever that tension in the chart is showing, they may just fall into that trap if they don't change. And that's the reason why people come to an astrologer, for example, because they realize that there's something that can be changed, yet the change happens within the individual. Mm. And that is connected to everything because all the planetary configurations, they just don't happen in a vacuum. They're a part of us. And so when we change something, everything changes. A lot of people think that astrology or planetary influence is always from the outside in. And yet, when you think about it, we are also emanating energies out into space, hitting other planets. So we are sending forth energies to other planets and other stars, just as other planets and stars are sending energies to us. Mm. So it's a two-way street. We're sending stuff out too. And like an echo, our thoughts echo throughout space and so they continue. So this is a two-way configuration here. And in a sense, like a multiverse, we are affecting life everywhere. So there's always a freedom to choose how you're going to think, what you're going to allow your mind to be occupied with, how you're going to talk to yourself. We are always at liberty, which is a great law of life, to decide to think differently, to do things differently, and see a different outcome. So, Raphael, so, can I interrupt yeah. you then? So. You said that, you know, as we deepen, right, we do the mm -hmm. work, um, our chart, our, can our chart actually change? Well, when you change, you're changing, right? So right. 
when you are changing yourself and you're seeing results, yeah, in a sense, it's reflected in your horoscope. It can be. In a sense, you're changing the quality of the energies represented in your chart. In other words, you're changing and working with the energies that have been presented to you. So the meanings are changing then, right? The meanings can change. Uh, I spoke about three-level chess once in the sense that as you become more than just an average individual who is unconscious of their own soul, unconscious of the causes behind the effects of, of your life, you become more of a cycle of life. You begin to recognize that there is something behind the physical the known physical universe of you. And as you become a disciple to a higher consciousness, you become more able to understand how will can influence your world. You, be, you no longer just become a passive observer. You begin to participate in the dance of nature and to use the energies that have been given to you, symbolized by the planets, more constructively. And then the third level, when you become what can be considered an initiate, now you've really mastered yourself. And so in a sense, that horoscope may even appear to be inaccurate, depending on who's looking at it. They may say, well, none of this stuff gels with me. What's going on here? Did you give me the right time? Hmm. And that person did. That person can vouch for that. So what's changed? The individual has changed. So those peccadillos symbolized by that chart no longer function in that person's life. And I've met people who have said, yeah, I no longer do that anymore. And I can feel that they are different. And so... That's not a point we're going to touch on. We may touch on other higher spiritual things now because they've shifted and their chart can be read in an entirely different way. So they, they've, in essence, transcended their chart. Yes, and that's why we're here. The whole point of astrology is to transcend it. And that's a quote taken from spiritual teacher Elizabeth Clare Prophet, um, who was a spokes, spokesperson for the Ascended Masters way back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. And that's the whole point of astrology, is to understand your God nature. Going back to the definition of astrology, it's the study of the body of God. Well, we're part of that body. And so when we're moving through nature, when we're moving through the planet, we are, in a sense, representing those configurations in our horoscope at the highest levels that they can be expressed. And we become a force for good, and we become an instrument for the release of greater light and illumination from this earth. So it behooves us to use this horoscope as a greater tool, a spiritual tool, to master the energies there, and then check what? Guess what? We begin, we become able to master other energies that the universe decides to give us now because they desire us to be representatives and responsible citizens of the universe. So they're going to give us more energy to use on behalf of other people. Hmm. We're here to help others, not just ourselves. The astrology is a means for us to do that. I like, I like that explanation. Thank you. And with that, we're going to take another break. So everyone stick around for more Go Beyond the Veil. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray, free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from two ounces to eight ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. 
Irritations? Redness? Post-procedure sensitivities? Get BrioTech Topical Skin Spray today. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. What's your story? Have you ever sat with that question and looked to your heart for the answer? It's time to explore the real you. Tune in Thursdays from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. for the brand new show, Story You, with Coach Debbie. Debbie and her guests have a mission to inspire and coach you to find your voice. If you need direction, Story You with Coach Debbie is for you. If you want to be an author, Story You with Coach Debbie is for you. Tune in Thursdays at 4 p.m. and be inspired. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more. Sakura SakuraSkinAndMind.com S-A-K-U-R-A SkinAndMind.com Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to this episode of Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And I am transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Join us here on KKNW at 2 to 3 p.m. every second Wednesday of each month as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense. Today we have the pleasure of having Kevin Raphael Fitch on our show. Raphael is an astrologer, mystic, writer, and speaker. So Raphael, can you explain to us some life situations you would recommend for working with an astrologer? Leaving your job that you felt secure in but realized wasn't permanent or another one and feeling the uncertainty of whether the new job is going to serve, is going to be your dream job. People come to me when they desire to make a shift like that. Sometimes it's during a Saturn return. could be their second Saturn return, which is about age 56. Um, marriage. person may desire to divorce. And they're at a crossroads as to whether it is the best thing because there's a child involved, for example. And they desire consulting for that. Maybe because uh, I've seen where the planet Uranus, known as the sudden changer of the zodiac, of the planetary system, moving through the house of marriage, the seventh house. And I've seen Saturn moving through the seventh house, sometimes at the same time. And many times I would ask the question, okay, so are you contemplating a move? Um, have you separated suddenly from your mate? And I would say 80% of the time, the answer was yes, that they moved out. It was sudden and unexpected. And sometimes the mate moved out. So they desire to make sense of that. And so I let them, I show them how, by going even back further into the past, how relevant these cycles were. So they're at a point now where they may have taken many things for granted. And maybe for the first time in their life, they're beginning to look at their relationships in a deeper way. And so I've seen people actually change their attitude towards their mates. Yet, even if a divorce did take place, they had looked at their relationships in an entirely different way, which freed them from making the same mistake of, let's say, taking the mate for granted. And so that's one example. Can I, can I ask a quick question? Um, when you're doing your readings, uh, are you just, is, you know, we talked about this earlier on, this, this difference between art and science. Are you just reading information and data from a book? Can you describe just a little bit, like, what is happening for you? No. I use um, an ephemeris, which is a, um, a list of planetary positions for a 50-year period. For example, the year 2000, the year 2050. And an ephemeris gives me the positions. That's all I require. All I require is an accurate chart. Now, of course, doctors have reference manuals in their, in their libraries so that they can look up certain things that are puzzling to them. And so I have my reference library as well. Yet, I've been doing this a long time. If I see something that is you know, peculiar, I may look up something. Yet, my process is to go within, once I have all the information, and, and begin to share with my client 
what I know about their chart and to tune into their character energetically. And this allows me to feel what's going on in that person's horoscope. So even before I meet a person, and I've had many occasions where I, have, where I haven't actually met a person physically, but I met them by phone, I could feel this individual, the kind of energy they emanate by looking at their horoscope. And that allowed me to tune into them and to understand and prepare for that consultation session. So when I made that call and they picked up, we began to have an intelligent conversation about their life. And so that comes from preparation notes. And it, all, it also comes from my heart. Because one thing about all the calculations of astrology, unless the heart, the spiritual fire of the heart is involved in the interpretation of these configurations, then it becomes very flat. So the heart must be joined to the session, to the sharing. And when I share, I share my heart, my spirit, my mind, and it's spirit to spirit, mind to mind, heart to heart. And the horoscope is the means to me to use it um, to benefit others. So not reading from a book, you might call it, I'm reading from the book of life which is everywhere. <laughs> right. And the astrology or the planets is part of the book of life because if the universe is a book and the planets and the stars are parts of that book, chapters, pages of that book. So we turn the pages. So can I ask how often does one need a session? Well, many times I leave that up to the individual. I never recommend you need to have three sessions with me or five sessions. No, I never do that. Um, I always ask if, if you're prompted by your spirit to call me for a session, let me know. And so I leave it to the individual. Okay, well, we're uh, running out of time. Where can our listeners learn more about you? They can go to my website, www.theastrologyconsultant.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, it was you're our welcome. pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> as, as, as Morpheus said to Neo, the pleasure was mine. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And thank and, you to Eric, our stellar producer, and you, the listener. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and like our podcast, Go Beyond the Veil, anywhere you can find podcasts. And love the show? Follow us and like us on Facebook and Instagram and tell your friends. You can find me at sakurasutter.com. You can find me at roryreich.com. Tune in every second Wednesday of each month at 2 to 3 p.m. for more Go Beyond the Veil, where we We make make spiritual spiritual sense. sense.